What's going on, everybody? RJ Ochoa here from SB Nation, bloggingtheboys.com. Hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and I trust that you have a lot of thoughts and opinions on what we just saw. A reminder before we keep going here on the Blog and the Boys YouTube channel and Facebook page that our post-game show is presented to you by Righteous Fallen Craft Jerky, the jerky that helps fuel our 12-5 and 5 Dallas Cowboys. That is correct. Righteous Fallen Jerky and Biltong are available for Cowboys players at the Ford Center Training Facility. Each two-ounce bag of jerky has 16 to 20 grams of protein, Biltong 32, and each meat stick has 8 grams of protein. If it's good enough for the Cowboys, it has got to be good enough for you as well. Righteous Felon uses locally sourced all-natural black Angus beef that prides itself on superior quality, revolutionary branding, and unique flavors that go beyond the stereotypical jerky offering. Go to RighteousFelon.com and use discount code BTB15 at checkout to get 15% off of your order. That is RighteousFelon.com. Discount code BTB15 for 15% off of your order. All right, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Let's just, let's do this thing. All right, we're all pissed off. Weston Harris on Facebook, by the way, says no one deserves the righteous felon player of the game. Weston, you bite your tongue unless that tongue is full of delicious righteous felon craft jerky. We will hand out a righteous felon craft jerky player of the game because we do that every week, although it will certainly be um, a little bit more difficult um, (laughs) over the next hour or so. A football critic, thank you for joining the show, says, RJ, can you tell some of these people that the sky is not falling and as long as you're in the dance, you have a chance at the big prize. Kind of like that song. Sounds like an 80s you know, rock ballad. As long as you have a chance, if you're in the dance, they need to calm down too much negativity. Uh, Carlos Martinez, thank you for the super chat. I uh, really appreciate you, Carlos. Hope your new year is off to a great start. Says the fan base is so extreme. Was it an awful performance? 100%. Is it the end of the world? No. The problem is we let our expectations go wild. We probably weren't going to win the Super Bowl anyways this year. Carlos, you had me all the way till the end. Um and, and actually, Carlos, I'm going to be honest with you, all right? Let's kind of set the stage, everybody. The Dallas Cowboys probably won't win the Super Bowl, all right? Now, I know that that is upsetting, all right? If I was talking to 17-year-old RJ, I'd be telling myself now, I'd be saying, what the hell's wrong with you, dude? What do you mean the Cowboys are probably not going to win the Super Bowl? How could you possibly say that? Are you just jaded? Have you just lived so much life now that, that the sun shines, you know, less brightly than it used to? No. The reality is it's really hard. It's really hard to win the Super Bowl. That has to be understood. We all have to understand that first things first. It is hard to win 12 games in an NFL season. The Dallas Cowboys have done that. The Dallas Cowboys have won 12 games in a season for the second straight year. They have not done that in over a quarter century, all right? That in and of itself is an important thing, all right? The Dallas Cowboys are headed to the playoffs. The Dallas Cowboys, I think it's fair to say that our expectations ran away from us, whatever. Those expectations are still fair, but we apply those expectations in ridiculous and hyperbolic ways. We're talking about a Dallas Cowboys team. I said a moment ago, a happy new year to Carlos, right? Today is January 8th, all right? By the way, my wife and I just have to say we brought our son home from the NICU one year ago today. Our son spent two months there. Um, I just want to say a huge, heartfelt, absolute thank you to all of the nurses and doctors and people who work in NICUs all over the world. Um, and, and if you are somebody who has a, a child in the NICU or know somebody that does, my heart is with you. I know it is very difficult. And so today was a very awesome day in our household. But getting back to the game, um, th- this is a team that has done something impressive. This is a team that, again, on January 8th, has been sitting on a playoff appearance for three weeks. All right, that was that was where I was starting here. Right? This Cowboys team has had their ticket to the proverbial dance punched for three weeks. 
So this idea, this perception, this this whatever, this exaggeration, this this unbelievable dramatic place that we have reached now where they are just some crop of losers is ridiculous to me. Are they the best team in the playoff picture? Probably not. Are they a team that has just as much of a chance in a general sense to win the Super Bowl as any of the other 13 teams in the playoff picture? Absolutely. We're going to find out who that 14th team is over the course of the next few hours. I'm very interested to get some of your opinions on Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, but the Cowboys are in. And look, if you want the glass half full perspective, there are, are some glass half empty things that we have to discuss here. But the glass half full perspective is this game wound up not meaning anything. The Philadelphia Eagles won. The San Francisco 49ers won. So as a result of everything, including the fact that the Dallas Cowboys lost, the Dallas Cowboys are now the five seed in the playoffs. We haven't mentioned this yet. And they are headed. It is official. It is no longer guessing. It is no longer likelihoods. It is official. The Dallas Cowboys will visit the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the wild card round of the playoffs. The Buccaneers, who were quarterbacked by Tom Brady, who was 7-0 against the Cowboys, on and on and on and on. For what it's worth, it was noted on Saturday by the Dallas Morning News that this game, the Cowboys-Buccaneers wild card playoff game, could take place on the Monday of wild card weekend. So if you're watching this on Sunday, we're talking about over a week that we would have to go, obviously, until the Cowboys play. Um, and so they're in, that is true. They are objectively in, and I don't, I haven't seen any opening odds right now. In fact, I'll check right now while we're starting this show. Um, the Dallas Cowboys for what it's worth, opening odds are out. Does anybody have a guess? Does anybody want to guess what the, the odds are for the Dallas Cowboys? I'll buy you each a, a few seconds to, to kind of put together a guess. Does anybody have a guess? Our friends at DraftKings, they sponsor us at the SB Nation NFL show. Does anybody have a guess what DraftKings has here? What do you think DraftKings has the Cowboys as? Do you think that DraftKings has the Cowboys as favorites, as underdogs, whatever the case may be? What do you think here? D-Day 2 is very close. Says two-point favorites. We've got a few people who are correct. The first one I saw was actually uh, actually Brady says I saw, or Brody, excuse me, says I saw. Brody is right. Carlos has it too. The Dallas Cowboys are three-point favorites on the road against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are in fact quarterbacked by Tom Brady. That is a positive sign. Does a positive sign mean the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl? No, but we have to understand that this Cowboys team has been sitting on this playoff berth for three weeks. We have to understand that this game, as much as we wanted as fans for them to win it, as much as they told us that they wanted to win it, this game ultimately did not mean a lot. And it did not mean a lot even before we knew that the Eagles won, even before we knew that the 49ers won. This game did not mean much. The Cowboys had a very low probability today of improving their playoff position. And that is the cold, hard truth. It would have been awesome had that happened. They had an opportunity had they not lost to the Jaguars or the Packers or the Bucks themselves in the season opener. But the fact is the Cowboys have a 12-5 and record and they're going to be playing a Bucks team that they are better than no matter what anybody tells you over the course of the next week. Cowboys beat our great friend uh, on YouTube says rough one think of the super chat cowboys beat rough one but the cowboys always seem to bounce back keep up the work and hope all is well buddy everybody follow cowboys beat subscribe to the youtube channel check them out all over social media really appreciate it in fact if you want some uh hope some optimism we've had a lot of fun with this over at blogging the boys over the last few weeks and this is a, a tough sell for our podcast audience but if you're watching you can see this hail the almighty pattern in case anybody is unaware all right the Cowboys lost their first game of the season, and then they won four games in a row. Then they lost a game and won two games in a row. Then they lost a game and won four games in a row once again. They lost the Jacksonville Jaguars, lost, or excuse me, then won two games in a row. They have lost. So the pattern, the almighty pattern sets up for the Dallas Cowboys to win four games in a row. And if the Cowboys win four games in a row, that fourth game will be the Super Bowl. Obviously, we're all hoping that that ultimately does happen. So, um, 
I don't know that we need to spend a lot of time on this game. I mean, it was frustrating, and I get that. And Sam Howell played and whatever, and the offense and Dak and blah, blah, blah. I mean, we can kind of rip through it if you'd like. Dak Prescott, 14 of 37, 128 yards, a touchdown, a really awful interception. Cooper Rush did attempt to pass, uh, did not complete it for, for what it's worth. Uh, Tony Pollard needed 12 yards to pick up 1,000 on the season. He got it, but barely. Seven carries, 19 yards. Malik Davis, five carries, 18 yards. Dak Prescott had six carries himself for 16 yards. Zeke Elliott. Eight carries for 10 yards against the Washington Commanders. You can sit here and you can talk and you can entertain yourself in the sense that Washington wanted to play spoiler. It was the final game of their season. Sam Howell, Ron Rivera, whatever energy you want to assign to this game, I'm fine with it. It, it. I think this is a case where multiple things are true. Number one, the Cowboys, as much as they wanted to, were not taking this game as seriously as they probably should have been. And you can argue that maybe they shouldn't have been, right? Like, this was not a game that had dire consequences for them. They have not had a game like that since the Eagles game. That Eagles game meant a lot to the Cowboys, all right? They won that game. I know it was close as well, but this game did not mean a lot. That's one thing that is true. It is also true that the Cowboys played very poorly. The Cowboys looked awful. They looked like basura. There were very few things that were redeeming about the Dallas Cowboys in Washington on Sunday afternoon. You cannot have Kevontae Turpin turning the ball over. You cannot have Brian Anger turning the ball over. While Dak Prescott played horribly, he certainly wasn't helped in that capacity. You cannot have the defense not getting anything done. I don't want to be the person that comes on here and says, where's Micah Parsons? But man, it feels like it's been a minute since we've seen Micah Parsons do a Micah Parsons thing. And maybe we just have these ridiculous expectations because of who Micah Parsons has been for two years now. But Micah Parsons has shown us week in and week out that he can find a way to be superhuman. And that did not happen. And maybe you want to talk yourself into, well, the Cowboys are saving it, right? This was kind of a preseason game. That's fair logic, too. The time has come. All right. However you feel, whatever corner of this argument you stand in, if you are team, the Cowboys suck and are trash. Or if you are team Homer, everything is perfect. Everything is wonderful. The Cowboys are about to pick up number six. Six days, seven days, eight days from now, we are going to have an answer. Eight days from now, at the very least, we are going to have an answer as far as how much this team really wants it, whether they do blink, whether they are for real, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It is going to send this franchise into one of a number of different directions. Thank you for the super chat. Brian says, I would have been fine with this game if it was one drive with starters and the rest was backups, but a full game of starters looking like this, hot garbage, running back, quarterback, offensive line, defensive backs, rush defense, all horrible. That's a fair point. You know, there's there's different ways to approach this. And people like to bring up different examples. Well, this team rested, this team played, and this team won the Super Bowl, and that team won the Super Bowl. I, I have a spoiler for you. This NFL that we like, this league, is 100 years old, over 100 years old. So you can find an example to support any argument that you want to as far as NFL history is concerned. All right, so you can argue that the Cowboys shouldn't have played their starters in this game. However, you can also obviously counter that argument very quickly by saying, well, they had something to gain. If they had won this game and if these other things had broken their way, they would have been the two seed or the one seed. They would be division champions. They'd be playing a playoff game at home. All of those things are true. The Cowboys kind of approached this like hokey pokey style, one foot in, one foot out. And we saw them kind of play that way. They played like a team that was only half interested. And if you're playing like a team that is only half interested, even against a very bad team, which the Washington Commanders, although they did finish 500 with a perfect 8-8-1 record this season, thanks to that tie, 
if you play that way against any team, it is going to be a difficult day for you. The Cowboys made this a harder game than it had to be. Jimbo Sly says this is the kind of dude that even after a loss next week will say it was a great season. Just proves this dude doesn't know what success is. I know how to spell no, Jimbo, uh, first of all. But yeah, this is a great season. And I think we have to properly add context, all right? Just because the Cowboys don't win the Super Bowl does not mean it was a terrible season. It does not mean it was an amazing season if they go 12-5 and and get balanced in the first round of the playoffs. But I'm here to tell you this, Jimbo. I talked about when I was 17 years old. I was 17 years old during the 2007 season when the Cowboys were a playoff team in back-to-back years. If you had told 17-year-old me way back then that he would have to wait all the way until now for this team to have back-to-back seasons of playoff appearances, he wouldn't have believed you. I mean, this is a team that has done something incredible this year relative to who they are. Is that sad? Is it pathetic? Does it speak to how lowly the Cowboys franchise has been for the last 15 years? Absolutely. That's all true. But this is the line or the lane that we chose. We signed up to be fans of this team that's been down on their luck, a lot of it by their own fault over the course of the last decade and a half, and they have started to pull themselves out of it. So multiple things can be true. It can be true that if the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, obviously that's the best possible case scenario. If they don't win the Super Bowl, it does not mean that everybody sucks, fire everybody, move on, et cetera, et cetera. How do they lose the Super Bowl if that's what happens? Do they have a field goal go off the upright in the divisional round? There's a lot of necessary context here. But the context here today on Sunday, January 8th, against the Washington Commanders is that the Cowboys were very, very, very bad. A, you know, I've gotten a lot of this in my Twitter mention, says, RJ, what is your excuse for Dak this week? Who is here to give an excuse for Dak Prescott this week? I think that this is what this argument turns into. I'm somebody who believes in Dak Prescott. If you don't want to believe in him, fine. I promise you I will not lose any sleep tonight over the fact that there are Dallas Cowboys fans who do not like Dak Prescott. I am well at peace with this fact. However, I mean, if you want to ignore the great football that Dak Prescott has played, that's up to you. I don't think anybody's going to tell you that this was a great game for Dak. This was an awful game for Dak Prescott. It was horrible. The pick six was terrible. I mean, it was was almost two pick sixes back to back. That's simply cannot happen. You cannot have those things happen to you in any NFL game, let alone in the playoffs. But again, multiple things can be true. It can be true that Dak Prescott has been the quarterback since he returned for the highest scoring offense in the NFL. It can also be true that he has had a lot of interceptions that are not his fault. It can also be true that he has had a lot of interceptions that are really bad, really ill-timed, really hard to explain, hard to justify. In fact, impossible to explain and impossible to justify. You cannot play like that next week against the Tempe Buccaneers, whether it happens Saturday, Sunday, Monday, whatever the case may be. It was a very, very frustrating day for Dak Prescott and everybody involved. Um, so that's tough. Johnny Boy RN says Dak is a solid quarterback, but he did not play well today. The team in total did not play well today. I agree with this. All right, let's see here. Um, lots of you talking about back-to-back good seasons, et cetera. Um, let's see here. Uh, Robert says, seriously, if it's not Dak, then what's the alternative option? Zero logic by this fan base. I don't understand who, like, show me the person. I'm Show me the person who thinks that Dak is, people make these straw man arguments, right? Well, oh, you guys think that Dak is playing one. Who, show me the person. I would love to see, show me the person who is out here telling you that Dak Prescott played very good or very well on Sunday against the Commanders. Nobody can tell you that because it was, it was awful. It was terrible. Um, let's see here. Uh, James says, for the love of all that's holy, holy, please fire Mike McCarthy. 
Mike McCarthy just went 12 and five for the second year in a row. Mike McCarthy is off to one of the best starts that any coach that in Dallas Cowboys franchise history has ever had. And he's done it under tremendous pressure. Does that mean he's amazing or the best coach in the NFL? No, again, we don't have to live in these extremes, but if you don't want to see Mike McCarthy's tenure in Dallas as being very successful, then I don't think you're being fair to the idea of what is successful and what is not. I think you do have some ridiculous expectations um, that are unfair. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Kevin says, I give Dak credit for going back to ba- uh, back to 29 on Washington on back-to-back plays. 29 was wide open on both plays. Um, it's tough. It's tough. It's, it, it was a tough day. I mean, it was an, it actually tough is not fair. It, it was an awful day for Dak Prescott. And yeah, you sit here and you hope and in and, and, and the best case, the best possible case scenario, right? Oh man, this is the game that lights a fire. You know, this is the, 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 the Cowboys walking off the field at FedEx field is the opening scene to the Super Bowl DVD and blah, 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 and whatever. That's possible. It's also possible they're one and done. It's possible they beat the Bucs and then lose in the divisional round, right? This is a choose your own adventure sort of proposition. And the Cowboys are about to spin that wheel and take their ride next week, whatever day the game ultimately happens. By the way, I do think that we'll find out what time, what day the game against the Bucs is going to be played at tonight. Uh, The NFL usually announces that either at halftime or right after the Sunday night football game to wrap up. Uh, the regular season. So be on the lookout for that. We'll, of course, keep you updated at Blog on the Boys. Nicholas says, dude, McCarthy did big things. 30 wins by the boys. Starters out. Lewis, Brown, Hankins, Vanderesh. I'm sure others. That's another thing. I mean, and again, I agree with you, Nicholas, but a lot of people want to say, well, they're 12 and five. What a bunch of losers. They shouldn't have lost to the Packers or to the Jaguars or the Commanders. You're right. But like they went 12 and five, missing Dak Prescott for multiple games, missing Tyron Smith for multiple games, losing Jordan Lewis, losing Anthony Brown, missing Leighton Vanderish, on and on and on and on. Today, they were without Tyler Biotish. And I think that that really showed this offensive line got worked. I mean, Dak Prescott himself got worked. The run game got worked. The offensive line got worked. Everything got worked by the Cowboys. What was good? In fact, I'll throw that question out. We do have to assign a righteous and craft jerky player of the game. What was good? Brett Maher missed. Brett Maher's been perfect, right? Um, Kenneth, by the way, says, RJ, is your light flickering or is it my phone? Uh, it is the Sunday Night Football broadcast behind the computer, Kenneth. So your phone is good. Don't worry. Brian says, um, I think of the super chat. Brian says, I don't think it's all on deck. I think a large portion is on Kellen, but if it's on Kellen, then it has to be on McCarthy because he allowed it to go on. I like McCarthy, but it is on him as well. Totally with you. I mean, there's a lot of blame to go around. There's nothing but blame. We can give some to McCarthy, some to Kellen, some to Dak, some to Dan Quinn, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I agree with you. Uh, all right. I asked you all what was good. Uh, D-Day 2 says C.D. Lamb. Agreed. Uh, CD was great. Caught his ninth touchdown of the season. Very well done. CD has evolved. Is wide receiver one. He's going to be an important player on the Cowboys if they do make a playoff run. Obviously, um, let's see here. Um, oh, Nicholas, by the way, notes out that Terrence Steele is out as well. Totally agreed. Again, <laughs> just another point. Uh, Johnny Boy says maybe this team can be more consistent if it wasn't trying to make up for the failure of the front office throughout the season. I agree with that. Um, let's see here. Let's move on. Um, uh, move on. Let's see here. Uh, I asked what was good. Raul Duke says literally nothing was good. I, <laughs> I think it, it was a hard day. Um, let's move on. Cause look, we, I, I think we've, this is our post game show, but I think we've kind of covered it, right? The cow, it was awful. It was terrible. It was gross. Nobody liked it. But the fact is we now know that the Cowboys are going to face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the wild card round of the playoffs. All right. By the way, uh, Spencer says, agreed. If anyone should get righteous felon, it's Osa. I like that. Uh, let me get that up here. Let's go ahead and take care of that. 
Osa Adigizua, I do think was very, very good. I think you can make an argument for CD Lamb, but we give it a CD a lot. So the righteous felon craft jerky player of the game here on the Blog of the Boys post-game show, Osa Wingardium Levy Osa Odigizua. Uh, by the way, shout out to Righteous Felon. Our Dallas Cowboys post-game show is presented to you by Righteous Felon. Go to RighteousFelon.com and use discount code BTB15 at checkout to get 15% off of your order. I saw some of you talking about it in the comment section. The discount code, once again, BTB15, 15% off your order. Get the Nelson Mandela flavor. You can thank me later. It will change your life. Me, uh, I don't know if it's me, hike, me, hick, um, M-I-H-K. Sorry, um, I don't know how you you know, say this out loud, how you enunciate it. It says, I'm not happy about seeing Tom Brady. Uh, yeah, me neither. Uh, <laughs> I mean, um, does this mean anything? Probably not, but it is a thing. Tom Brady is 7-0 against the Dallas Cowboys. But, but, silver lining, all right, silver lining. The Cowboys have never met Tom Brady in the playoffs. <laughs> so he he's never won a game against the Cowboys in the playoffs. Look, here's the thing. I'm going to be real with you, all right? W- what is the playoff game you want to play? I mean, what, what is the playoff game that you would feel good about right now? If you're a Cowboys fan, what, what is the playoff game that you would feel good about? The Giants, maybe, right? The, the Gi- we, in fact, you know, if you think the Giants are a team that you want to see, we'll get to that in a moment here. Um, but it's going to be hard. And you know what? I, I know it's Tom Brady. I know the go, all this stuff, all of that is fair and true. And, and I'm not going to argue with that, but this is the team of all the division winners in the NFC, the Eagles, the Niners, the Vikings, the Bucks. I know people refuse to give the Vikings credit for anything, but the Buccaneers are the worst team. That is objectively true. That is objective fact. You are getting the worst division winner. If you were the Cowboys in I mean, you're getting them in a warm climate, right? You don't have to go somewhere cold. I mean, it could be much worse. I mean, it could be the 49ers a year ago. This is a team that the Cowboys should hopefully be able to get up for, hopefully be able to play well against, and hopefully obviously be able to beat. Uh, David J., thank you for the super chats. It should be noted that Washington does have a top four run defense. No excuses. The Cowboys played a horrible game, but let's not act like Washington had nothing to do with it. I agree with you, David J. The problem is that a lot of people will live in the Sam Howell of it all. Oh, Dak lost to Sam Howell. Oh, Sam Howell carved the Cowboys up. Sam Howell was looking like a Hall of Famer against the Cowboys. That's what happens, is that people focus on one tiny little narrative bit of it all, and that turns into the whole story. Um, So it is what it is. Um, Let's see here. Um, Peter Thomas says, I love the Cowboys, but it's just too much disappointment. We are tired now. I agree. I mean, I, I agree with the fact that, you know, <laughs> it's it's tough. Easy has a comment here, by the way. Um, Easy, it's a family show, so I'm going to get your comment off the main screen. Actually, uh, so it's my bad to everybody. Uh, Easy says, take a hike uh, is how I'll word it, Easy. Uh, again, we got a lot of kids who watch and stuff, so we want to be cool around here. Um, but, you know, it's up to you. You can certainly comment how you'd like to. Uh, take a hike. All season you spoke about how good vibes going into the playoffs, and now since the Cowboys are on a skid, you're making excuses. Typical Dallas fan, LOL. Here's the thing, Easy, and again, to everyone, we can provide examples of anything in NFL history. Are vibes important? Absolutely. I know we have a lot of Eagles fans who show up here. You can ask my NFC East mixtape co-host, Brandon Gotten. He is obsessed with vibes. Um, that being the case, the Cowboys uh, – I mean, do, do, did we forget, speaking of the Eagles, the Cowboys went to Philadelphia last year in a meaningless Week 18 game. That was actually one year ago today. It was literally a year ago today. It was January 8th, 2022. It was a Saturday night, you'll recall. 
The Dallas Cowboys went to Philadelphia and they got all their records. They checked off all the boxes, right? The Cowboys win and, and they got the record for most players in, in team history on a single team to score a touchdown. Zeke got his thousand yards, right? Everybody had a party. Everybody got theirs. Everybody left for the goodie bag. Like you go to a kid's birthday party and everybody thought that the Cowboys were heading into the playoffs with proverbial vibes, with momentum. What happened? They got their ass kicked. I know it's a family show, but that's what happened against the 49ers. And does it mean now, today, this year, that just because the opposite has happened, that the opposite is going to ring true? No, that is not necessarily going to happen. All right. The reality here is that anything can happen, but you should stop if you are a fan who believes you have to go and establish positive momentum. All you have to do, my friend, is remember a year ago, a year ago, the Cowboys went into the playoffs having scored 51 points. What did it mean? What did it do for them? Nothing. I mean, so the fact that they only scored six points in this game in a loss against the Commanders is not going to inhibit or prohibit them from any sort of success that they would have had otherwise. It's just the way that the cards kind of fell in this particular situation. Uh, let's see here. Astro Joe, thank you for the comment, says we all love the Cowboys and want to win. Let's set it all aside and take care of business next week. Let the bandwagon begin after that. I agree. Uh, it's it's a fun time. Uh, Easy says, my bad, LOL. Family show. Love you, RJ. Hey, Easy. Like I said, you know, I, I it, we, we got some kids, some some parents and stuff who, who listen to the show or watch it with their kids in the car on the commute. So we just want to be cool uh, to that point. But again, Easy, you and everybody else are certainly entitled to, to say what you want on the Internet. It's a wild world out here. Uh, OK, let's get to the playoffs. Um, Johnny Boy RN says, truth is we are in the playoffs and to quote a wise man, do or do not, there is no try. Interestingly, I mentioned my wife. We are watching all of the Star Wars material in timeline order and we just watched uh, The Empire Strikes Back. So we recently actually, this weekend, Friday night, heard this line uh, once again. So thank you, Johnny Boy. I have a question for all of you. I recognize it's going to sound stupid. I recognize you're all going to get mad. So I'm saying that ahead of time you're going to be upset with the question that I'm going to ask. And this is only a question for the people who are here with us live. A lot of people, a lot of you watch this or listen to this after the fact. But if you're here with us live, before this Lions-Packers game kicks off, in case you're unaware, if the Packers win, they are in. Uh, the Lions cannot get in at this point because the Seahawks won. So Packers win, they're in. Packers lose, the Seahawks are in. So this is the NFC playoff picture, all right? The Philadelphia Eagles won the NFC East. They're the one seed, blah, blah, blah. I do think that as Cowboys fans, we should consider it a huge victory that the Cowboys played their part in making the Eagles play the entire regular season. The Eagles were not able at any point to rest in the regular season. They had to play all the way through, but they did earn it. The division is theirs. The road to the Super Bowl in the NFC goes to Philadelphia. Philly is the one seed. The San Francisco 49ers are the two seed. The Minnesota Vikings now are the three seed. The New York Giants are the six seed. We'll get to that. The Cowboys, obviously, the five seed. The Bucks, the four seed. The only thing left to determine isn't seeding, isn't anything. It is which team is going to be the seven seed, the Green Bay Packers or the Seattle Seahawks. We know that next week in the wild card round, the Cowboys will visit the Bucks, and we know that the Giants will visit the Vikings. So if we assume that the Packers are going to win this game tonight on Sunday Night Football. I think that's what we all think, right? I don't think any of us think the Lions are going to win, and that's okay. It's not a shot against the Lions. We've just, you know, we've um, we've 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 seen this movie before. By the way, Brian notes that this is not. Um, th I just so Brian knows this is not. Uh, we're not telling you this. These are the matchups. We're just lining things up. Uh, this, so this is not how the playoffs are going to shake up. Thank you, Brian, for letting uh, the viewers know that this is not how this is lined up. Uh, we're still working on this, obviously, as things unfold. But say the Packers win. 
I think it is in our best interest to root for the, the Packers. I think it is. All right. If the Packers win, they will visit the San Francisco 49ers in the wild card round. The three playoff games next week would be Packers, Niners, Giants, Vikings, Cowboys, Bucks. I think it is in our best interest for the Packers to win because if the Packers won that game in San Francisco, I recognize that Aaron Rodgers has a, a difficult time against the 49ers in the playoffs specifically over the course of his career. But if that happens, then Aaron Rodgers and the Packers will go to Philadelphia in the divisional round. And we're all obviously hoping the Cowboys win their own wild card round matchup. That would send the Cowboys either to Minnesota or back home to host the Giants. So I know this sounds kind of crazy, but I think it's time to root for Aaron Rodgers. I really do. I, I think the, the best possible result for the Cowboys, the, the, the path of least resistance involves rooting for the Packers. I think it does. I, I really do. I, I, I can't believe that. I, I want to hire Aaron Rodgers to be our mercenary. That's where I'm at as a Cowboys fan. Aaron, you know what, bro? You go to San Francisco. Aaron, you know what, bro? You go to Philadelphia. We'll handle the Tom Brady Bucks. We'll handle the Vikings or the Giants. You go take care of the Niners and the Eagles. And even if he doesn't beat both of them, even if he only beats one of them, then the Cowboys only have to face one. I do not want a world or a road where the Cowboys have to play both the 49ers and the Eagles. I do not want that. Patrick Saring, our great friend who is an Eagles fan, says this is going to come back to bite you, RJ, LOL. Um, it might. Um, it <laughs> It might, but um, I think this is the best scenario. Michael, by the way, notes, dream scenario, beat Brady and Rodgers to get to the Super Bowl. This would involve that. If this happens, the Cowboys would host the Aaron Rodgers-led Green Bay Packers in the NFC Championship game. That would be a lot of fun. A lot of you are saying um, that the Cowboys, or excuse me, that you can't root for Aaron Rodgers. I understand that. Toxic Sooner, um, shocker here, based on the username, says, RJ, quit assuming this team will win. Why? I mean, why should sports books literally have the Cowboys favored? I mean, again, people, I understand that we're upset. I understand that we're bothered. I understand that we are, frankly, annoyed. I, I mean, we are pissed off. The Cowboys lost this game today in Washington, not in Washington, however you wanted to find it, land over whatever, blah, blah. They lost this game. We're embarrassed. We're frustrated. We do not want to go into the playoffs like this. We want them to win every game. I understand this, but. They are literally the favorites. They are they are literally the favorites. In fact, if we look at DraftKings opening odds for next week uh, for the wild card round, obviously we don't know uh, the game that, that is going to involve the Packers or the, the Lions, but uh, or excuse me, Packers or the Seahawks, but the Baltimore Ravens are the road team. They are five and a half point dogs against the Cincinnati Bengals. So the home team Bengals are five and a half point favorites against the Ravens. The home team Jaguars are also underdogs. So you've got two Florida teams who are dogs here, but you've got the road LA Chargers who are two and a half point favorites against the Jaguars. You have the home team Buffalo Bills as 10 point favorites against the Miami Dolphins. You have the home team Minnesota Vikings as three point favorites against the New York Giants. The only division winners, and we know that San Francisco is not going to be uh, a, an underdog, whether it's against the Packers or the Seahawks at this point. The only division winners that are dogs in the wild card round at this point, opening odds, according to DraftKings Sportsbook, are the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And in fact, the Cowboys are the bigger favorites. The Chargers are only favored on the road by two and a half. The Cowboys are, by that metric, the biggest road favorite this week in the wild card round. So yeah, am I concerned that the Cowboys are going to lose this game? Absolutely. But you should believe they're going to win this game. They are literally expected to, 
at this point. Toxic Sooner says they've literally been the favorites before and pooped the bed. Of course they have. Like I said, you have to you have to have a mind that's open to conversation at this point. And we can't have this conversation if you're not, because invariably, if you're a Cowboys fan, you know this to be true. When you try to have a logical, calm, rational conversation, oh, it's been a quarter century. Oh, same old thing. Oh, 1995. Of course. Of course, no, nobody's going to sit here and dispute that with you. We're talking about the here and now, who they are today. And today, the Dallas Cowboys are three-point favorites on the road against the Bucks in the wildcard round of the playoffs. Uh, C. Tom Genovich, I hope I'm getting that correct. Thank you for the super chat. Says, keep in mind the Cowboys and Dak have been fantastic in bounce-back games this season. Hashtag silver and blue lining. In fact, if we take a look uh, at the almighty uh, pattern, as we discussed earlier, Cowboys have had four opportunities to bounce back. So they've come back from losses four times. This is obviously their fifth loss. So we'll see how they wind up doing it here. But the Cowboys, after they lost to the Bucs, what do they do? They beat the Bengals. That was kind of a close touch and go thing, but it was a great you know, performance. It was a great uh, team that they had to beat. So big time performance. The Lions, after they lost to the Eagles, that was the first game that Dak Prescott was back. I mean, they bounced back and played very well in that game. I think that's a great point. The Vikings, after the Cowboys lost to the Packers, they were so pissed off. They went up and basically blanked the Vikings. Obviously, we all remember that game. And after losing to the Jaguars, they bounced back with one of their best performances of the year at home against the Philadelphia Eagles. I understand if you are a Cowboys fan and you have been hurt. I understand if you are a Cowboys fan and this is all triggering. I understand all of this is frustrating to you because you've seen it before and it bothers you and it makes you nervous. But objectively, there is a lot of reason to trust this team. And if you're looking for pure and total reason, if you're looking for, for something, for someone to tell you that it proves they're going to win the Super Bowl, you're chasing nothing. I mean, you're, you're chasing nothing. There's nothing that anyone can tell you or offer you or prove to you that any team is going to win the Super Bowl. You cannot sit here and say, Eagles won the Super Bowl. You cannot sit here and say, Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. You cannot sit here and say the Bills or the Bengals or anybody. It is hard. It is hard, and it will require some luck. And whoever does win the Super Bowl is going to have a moment, a quarter, a drive, a possession, where they look like crap because football is hard. Football is hard. You cannot play like an elite team from start to finish from week one all the way through the Super Bowl. And so our deepest hope, obviously, is that the Cowboys kind of get it together here. But just because they looked like total and complete Bad football players on Sunday at Washington does not mean that is who they are. Patrick, by the way, says, is there a scenario where the Cowboys come to Philly in the divisional round? Um, if we assumed that all favorites won um, in the in the divisional, or excuse me, in the wild card round, the 49ers will be favored. The Vikings are favored. The Cowboys are favored. So if all favorites won in the wild card round, it would be the Cowboys heading to take on the Philadelphia Eagles in the divisional round of the playoffs. That is possible, so everybody kind of buckle up, which is why something important that we kind of glossed over when we brought this up, we put this on the screen earlier today. It was noted on Saturday, if you did or did not see this report, uh, we wrote about it for you at Blog and the Boys. Uh, the Dallas Morning News noted on Saturday that a Cowboys-Buccaneers wildcard game, which is now the case, that that game could take place on Monday. Now, if you don't know, there is a wildcard game on Monday. We will have Obviously, Saturday playoff games, Sunday playoff games, and we will have a Monday night football wild card round. And it does seem like it's going to be Cowboys Bucks. If the Cowboys do have to travel to Philadelphia in the divisional round, and we'll obviously know the state of things entering Monday night, if this does wind up being the case, they will literally be coming off the shortest amount of rest possible. Um, 
and 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 play in fact the bucks too because the bucks would be uh the lowest seed left obviously at that point if all the other division winners won whoever wins that game it is possible that they are coming off of the shortest amount of rest possible taking on the team coming off of the longest amount of rest possible because the eagles do have the first round by now that they did secure it on sunday afternoon uh let's see here uh, a lot of you Dak has no chance Dak. i mean like here's the thing people i mean let, let's be creative if you want to insult the cowboys like what let's get a little bit more creative here than like Dak has no chance brady gonna brady whatever like we've seen this comment a, a million times at this point um alex says it's hard to trust the team when every time you try trusting them they lay a big fat egg rj every year when they get praised they fall apart alex i would ask you did they lay a big fat egg um against the eagles did they lay a big fat egg against the titans did they lay a big fat egg against the Bengals? like we talked about coming off the week one loss did they lay a big fat egg against the vikings after they had you know choked away a, a big lead 14 points in the fourth quarter in green bay did they lay big fat eggs or does the comment here really mean man you know when the cowboys lose i accuse them of laying a big, big fat egg all the time i'm not going to sit here and tell you the cowboys do not lay big fat eggs all right today was like yoshi's um, like farm or wherever Yoshi lives that has all of the eggs that all of the Yoshis pop out of. That's what this was. This was Yoshi land for the Dallas Cowboys against the Washington Commanders. But the idea that they always lay eggs or whatever the case may be, that, that is simply not true. And, oh, but RJ, they, they haven't done it. They haven't won the Super Bowl since 1975. Of course, if you're, if you're looking for an example of the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl since 1995, you're not going to find it. Again, you're arguing with yourself at this point. Uh, let's see here. I missed a super chat. Uh, according to Carlos, Carlos, I'm looking for this. I'm sorry. My apologies. Uh, looking, looking, look, thank you. Carlos says we've been hurt so many times by this team, especially after last year. So I just don't want to get my hopes up again. Then don't, I mean, you know, like I, I hate to be blunt, but like, who's, who's forcing you to get your hopes up. And you know what? That's like, and I'm not trying to sit here and like, I, I, I'm not a smart enough person to tell you about the like psychology of being a sports fan, but like, that's part of the fun. <laughs> like, and someday, I don't know when, maybe we'll all be old and gray. Maybe we'll, it'll be 100 years from now, 200 years, whatever. Someday, the Dallas Cowboys will win the Super Bowl again. Someday it will happen, all right? Cue the jokes. But on that day, what will people say? On that day, people won't have these little jokes or whatever the case may be. On that day, they will not lay a Yoshi egg. On that day, it will all be over. I mean, and, and on that day, if you kept letting your hopes get up, it will feel incredible for you. And I'm not saying to do this for that, but this like what what is the expectation here? Like what name the fan base that never has their hopes let down? I mean, name that team. I would love to find out what team that that anybody follows, not just in the NFL, but in any sport except for maybe Manchester City. What team is there that it is just pure, total, sweet, savory? wonderful good times what is that team what what i would love to understand who that is that people are chasing um you know when, when it comes to the cowboys so let's see here um i, I want to get back to your comments um let's see astro joe says let's just focus on making the tournament after that you got to win i agree katie cruz says washington had no business at all beating us i agree with that and they won and the cowboys lost and that's frustrating but i mean it, it costed the cowboys nothing that isn't silver lining that isn't coping that isn't whatever it's just the truth they had no business doing it and they did and so now the cowboys have every opportunity to prove to us that people overreacted that's up to them at this point again i can't offer you anything that's going to make you feel better about that right now michael says i just want us to play better than what we did last year in the playoffs that is all i want i imagine that that will happen uh amit says i think the reason people are nervous is because we look just like the romo teams potential high-powered offense with suspect 
defense. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of turned into that. Um, uh, it's, you know, and that's, I think why we were so excited early in the season is because this defense did look like something that could carry the team. By the way, the Packers are moving the ball pretty, uh, efficiently early on here on Sunday night football. Um, it's a tough time. I mean, it, it it's hard right now to trust that the defense is just going to turn it around. Um, it does feel like the offense has to kind of save them over and over and over again. Uh, the B life does note that, um, the Rams played last year in the Monday night game, the wild card game, and did go on to win the Super Bowl. The only thing I would note to you, the B life, um, if the Cowboys have to play the one seed, which would be the Eagles this year, that did not happen. The Rams did not have to go play the Packers a year ago that were coming off the bye. So it didn't, you know, break poorly for them um, totally. But they did play on Monday night, to your point. Also, for what it's worth, that game for the Rams was at home. This game for the Cowboys would be um, on the road. Spiral Mind, thank you for the super chat, says Dallas is favorite, so take the smart monies and bet against them, make cash because they're one and done. Interestingly enough, this was a super chat. So Spiral Mind gave us money uh, to let us know that. That is um, a really funny thing. Uh, Jay Palmer says Noah Brown is not a number two G's. I mean, this is trying to hope and trying to understand if we look at the way the Cowboys approach this game, all right, from a passing perspective, all right, CD lamb didn't even lead the team in targets. Does anybody know off the top of your heads? I need you to be honest. All right. I need you all to be honest here. All right. No cheating. Does anybody know here in the live chat who led the Dallas Cowboys in targets on Sunday afternoon against the commanders? Anybody know? I'll buy you a few seconds. I'll take a sip of my root beer that you all shamed me for drinking last week. All right. Who led the Dallas Cowboys in targets? Today against the Commanders. Let's see here. Uh, we've got uh, a few of you got it right. Um, Chris Lopez said Zeke. A lot of you said Noah Brown. Uh, the first person to say it that I saw uh, here is Matt R. Dalton Schultz. All right. Here's the thing. All due respect, Dalton Schultz. Do not want to speak ill of Dalton Schultz. Um, he's a great player. Do we really think, and I understand that the playoff game last year does not work to the point that I'm about to make. That was a big reason why we were so frustrated in the offseason. But do we really think that the Cowboys are planning on going down to Tampa Bay with their season on the line and having Dalton Schultz lead the team in targets? I don't. <laughs> do you? Does anybody really think that? I mean, does anybody think that this, this next week's game, whatever day it falls on, that is going to be anything but CD lamb. Does anybody really think that? Cause I don't Now, to be fair. Dalton Schultz had nine targets in this game, caught four of them for 33 yards. CD lamb, second on the team, seven targets, caught five of them for 52 yards. And obviously the touchdown at the end of the first half, the next highest targets or the third leader in targets. It was a tie between Michael Gallup and Noah Brown. Again, not trying to be a jerk, not trying to be whatever, but that's not a serious game plan. And I'm not trying to say the Cowboys weren't trying to win this game. They obviously were. They played their starters, et cetera, et cetera. They played to win. They did not. They deserve criticism for that. Um, but if, if I mean, like, again, do we really believe that if, if the world was on the line that Dalton Schultz would lead the Cowboys in targets? No, of course not. That wouldn't happen, right? I mean, so I don't mean to talk out of both sides of my mouth, but like this was a game that the Cowboys played to win, but it wasn't a game that they did absolutely everything that they had to, to win. And should that offer you hope? No. I mean, they lost and that's frustrating. I mean, it's a really concerning loss. There are a lot of things to still feel good about. You cannot overlook them just because you're upset about what happened in the moment. There are a lot of things to feel good about the Cowboys. All right. This is not one of them. And you have to, you have to square that. You have to kind of pick one way that you're going to feel about this. And they might lose. All right. That's the thing. They might lose. And if the Cowboys lose, 
it's over. It's all done. No more shows. I mean, we'll, we'll still do shows, but you get my point. Like it's all over. The Green Bay Packers, by the way, just kicked a field goal uh, to go up three, nothing um, against the lions. So there's still 11 minutes and 21 seconds left in the first quarter. Um, Let's see here. We're going to be cool here again. Uh, we need some some language that is friendly and not um, not rude and not dismissive to anybody. So we're going to put you in timeout if you have a problem having peaceful language. I'm all for if you want to curse and say some funny things, whatever. That's up to you. But we don't want to, you know, we don't want to be offensive to anybody. So uh, let's be cool here. If um, if you're commenting on the show, we do appreciate people who are joining us, obviously. But if you're going to be a jerk, we're going to pitch you in timeout. We do have that that power here. Uh, we have the power of the world. The power of the sun uh, is in my hands, um, to quote Doc Ock. Uh, but anyway, um, tough day. Tough, tough, tough day. So let's play a game. Let's play a game as we start to kind of wrap this up. I want you to all take this seriously. And I, I'm going to rephrase that. It would make me happy if you could all take this seriously. I understand. But some people won't. All right. I understand that some people will not take this seriously. That's okay. My question to you, I would like each of you to answer it as seriously as possible. What is the thing that you feel the most confident in about the Dallas Cowboys heading into the playoffs? It can be anything you want. You can just comment a name. Maybe it's Dak. I recognize that would not be a popular answer here tonight. Maybe it's CD. Maybe it's McCarthy. Maybe it's Micah. Maybe it's Leighton Vanderish. What is the thing? What has you feeling like it is possible? What has you willing to drink the Kool-Aid? Watsamata, thank you for the super chat, says, disappointed but not distraught. Cowboys will retire Brady, and then we'll see from there. I think they'll, if assuming they win, I think they'll at the very least end his Tampa tenure, but it doesn't seem like he's done, but we'll obviously see, but that is very possible. Thank you for the super chat. Shane Davis says, good question. LOL. Here we go. Let's get to the answers. Uh, Mark says, Zeke doing nothing. Zeke's not going to do nothing, so sorry. Jermaine says nothing right now. I feel like we're going to get this answer a lot. Uh, Loco says, I'm confident they will lose. Uh, Frank says defense. Robert says money. Maher. Brian says that they won't win the Super Bowl. Um, Easton says our run game. Ryan says special teams until today. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. I'm I'm willing to tolerate just like at the bare minimum um, when it comes to Brett Maher's miss specifically the field, right? Because we saw Washington not have success in this department. I'm willing to buy just a little bit that the field had something to do with it, but the field had nothing to do with Cavante Turbin. That's all on him. Uh, let's see. C. Tom Genovich says, Dak, as bad as that is to say right now, again, the question being, what do you have confidence in? C. Tom Genovich going out on a limb. Respect. I, I do respect that. Carlos says, CD for some reason. I think the reason would be he's one of the best receivers in the NFL. Um, Chris says, safety play. Uh, by the way, I know that Deron Bland had um, an injury, so we'll see what happens there. I, I saw that right before we started the show. Obviously left in the, um, in the second half. Uh, so hopefully all is right. Astro Joe says Pollard. That's my dog scratching his collar. So thank you, Bear, for jumping on the show. By the way, my dog's name is Bear, and the Bears got the first overall pick in the NFL draft. So at least something good happened in this house today when it comes to football. Bree Bree Nick says linebackers. A football critic says CD and McCarthy. Lone answer from McCarthy so far. Johnny Boy RN says tight end play. Matt R also says Dak Prescott. Uh, William Grant says, but Dak is the right answer. I agree. Th that, like, I understand that this is going to go over a lot of people's heads. A lot of people don't want to deal with this. A lot of people just want to be upset and pissed off, and that's fine. Bear, it's cool, dude. Seriously, he's getting on his little mat and making a big old noise. Um, the answer is Dak. If you have a quarterback playing at the level that Dak Prescott has been playing at since he came back, I know that did not happen on Sunday. If you have that, you got a chance. If you have that, you got a shot. I mean, that's that's the truth. If you have that thing and literally nothing else, 
you have a shot. And the Cowboys have that thing and some other things too. Uh, Christopher Summer says Dak. Amit says Pollard. Bear, seriously, it's cool, dude. Uh, Shane Davis says CeeDee Lamb has earned my trust. I agree. Charles says I feel confident they are one and done. Anthony Molina says nothing. The B-Life says our defensive line. Uh, Frank, another vote for nothing. Um, yeah, it's um, look, this is what it's going to be like. And I'll be honest with you. All right. Whoever you are, um, whatever friends or family or cousins or coworkers or neighbors or whoever you have that you talk football with, if you are a Dallas Cowboys fan, I'm going to tell you right now, bear be cool. All right. I'm going to tell you right now. It's going to be a long week. All right. You got to brace yourself. This is our, this is what we've, we've with, like, you, we talk about like a quarter century, like all the misery, whatever. We are built for this. All right. We're built for the jokes. We're built for the memes. We can handle it. All right. Just hold on tight. We waited an entire year for this week. We literally waited an entire year for this week, this chance, this opportunity to get right back here. They had to climb the mountain again. They didn't get all the way to the very top, but they have gotten back to the same point. So now it is time to get past. Juanita, by the way, says, leave Bear alone. Uh, Loco says, whispering, keep doing it, Bear. Seriously, this dude, I mean, man. Um, let's, um, it's uh, it's going to be a week. Um, Kenneth, I like Kenneth's comment, says, very negative show tonight with some laughing emojis, um, except for the Bear thing, obviously. Says, we're in the playoffs, relax. Not only are we in the playoffs, the playoffs have begun. It is here. It is time. No more, no more guessing, no more speculating, no more wondering, no more, oh, maybe this, maybe that. No, 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 no. Definitely this, definitely that. The Dallas Cowboys are here. Now it's time. Let's see. Carlos says, um, I like this question. Or not this comment, sorry. Not drinking the Kool-Aid. Only thing is they will lose to TB12. And I know a lot of Cowboys fans feel more comfortable setting themselves up uh, for failure so that the success is, you know, a, a delightful surprise. Bear has, dude, seriously, it's cool, man. Jeez. Um, last question for you all. Last simple question. Simple, simple. I'm just going to make it real simple for you. And obviously, we'll have a lot of coverage. In fact, we have a lot coming out this week at Blogging the Boys, whether you're watching on YouTube or Facebook. Our YouTube channel will be very, very busy this week. We'll have our normal roundtable show on Tuesday. We're going to do a second roundtable on Thursday. We'll have a discussion with somebody who covers the Buccaneers coming out this week as well. You can also listen to that conversation um, on the Blog on the Boys podcast network. We'll have podcasts coming out every single day, multiple podcasts. So it will be a very busy week. But my question, and maybe you reserve the right to change your answer as the week unfolds. Bear, seriously, we're going to have a talk after this. Who wins? Who wins? Cowboys, Bucks. Who wins? Who wins the game next week? whether it's Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, who wins? That's my question. You got to go on record right now. People are going to screenshot you. You have to go on record. Who wins Cowboys-Bucks? That's my question for you. Once again, the Cowboys are three-point favorites, according to our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's see here. Taylor Made Man says, you are way too dumb and positive. Let's keep it 100. The head coach and Dak need to go. I play Taylor Made Golf Club. So thank you very much, Taylor Made Man. Frank Longoria says, Cowboys by 20. Philip uh, says, Cowboys sadly. Uh, Philip, I don't know what the story is here, but if you're a Cowboys fan, I'm interested. Juanita says, Bucks. Al Sagis says, Dallas 24 to 14. Nico says, Boys. Uh, JJ Philly says, Bucks 31 to 13. Ryan Preston, Cowboys 21 17. Uh, Glenn Gates says Bucks. Uh, M I H K says Bucks. Uh, Patrick asks, "What's the mixtape looking like? Looking like for the postseason?" Don't worry, Patrick. The mixtape will ride through the offseason. We don't know an offseason. 
uh, or so the postseason, sorry. Um, we will have on the mixtape, by the way, which you can watch here on the YouTube channel as well. Um, this week we will cover the Cowboys Bucks game as well as the Giants Vikings game with our good friend Ed Valentine, who runs Big Blue View, uh, SB Nation's home for New York Giants content. So we'll get into those games. Ed will make an appearance, et cetera, et cetera. Rooting for my Vikings, obviously. Uh, Aaron says the boys. Johnny says the boys, not the Amazon show talking about the Dallas Cowboys. John Locke says the Bucks. Matt, Cowboys easily. We are kind of split here. I, I think uh, we are kind of split. Uh, Jimbo slices Brady 19 to 3. Um, funny uh, kind of comment in that sense. Uh, Clayton Lockhart says Cowboys, all caps. Are you related to Professor Lockhart? Clayton is my question for you. I like this comment from Gerardo says if we can't beat Tom Brady, I don't know if it's Tom Brady or Tampa Bay. We don't deserve to be here. I'll tell you right now, Cowboys winning. Cowboys winning. I mean, that's what's going to happen. Um, it's going to be a long week, though. All right. Jerry Smith, thank you for the super chat. Uh, this is a question I don't want to answer. Uh, but uh, thank you for the super chat. It says, if Dallas loses to the Bucks, what happens to Mike? I am so frustrated that people think that Mike McCarthy needs to go. I don't want to hear about Sean Payton and the first-round pick. I don't want to hear any of it. If you're a Cowboys fan, your team has a very good head coach. Accept it. Believe it. Know it to be true. Open your heart to what is this truth, all right? Mike McCarthy is awesome, so I hope I hope he sticks around. I really, really hope that happens. If he doesn't, then I will be um, I'll be very, very frustrated. So it is what it is. All right. Anything else? Anything else? Any, anybody you want to get anything else off your chest? All right. Anything else? Could be about anything. All right. You know, my wife and I mentioned we watched Glass Onion last night. That movie rocked. That was the last good thing I saw on a television, um, considering what we just saw between the Cowboys and the Commanders. So um, Glass Onion was good. If you haven't seen it, fire it up on Netflix. Um, yeah, it's a uh, tough time. Tough, tough, tough time. You know, it should be a fun time. It should be a fun time. The Cowboys are in the playoffs. They're in the playoffs. And I think we're kind of rooting for Aaron Rodgers. I think I'm kind of there. I think I think I want to see Aaron Rodgers win. So that's where I'm at. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Uh, David Holden, by the way, says this was a scary game. I agree. I agree. But you know what? Now they all count. Now they're all for real. So buckle up. The ride has begun. Um, please, if you haven't subscribed here to the Blog on the Boys YouTube channel, please subscribe to the Blog on the Boys podcast network. Um, even uh, if you think the Cowboys are going to win or going to lose. Obviously, people are divided on that subject. Uh, congratulations to Osa Adigizua for winning our Righteous Fallen Craft Jerky Player of the Game. Here, once again, visit RighteousFallen.com. Use discount code BTB15 for 15% off of your order. My name is RJ Ochoa. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at RJ Ochoa. On TikTok, somebody took that username. So RJ.Ochoa it is. If you want to send me an email, you can do that as well. RJ.Ochoa at SBNation.com. It's going to be okay. Take a deep breath. The Cowboys are going to beat the Buccaneers in the playoffs, and then we're going to figure out what comes next. Like I said, we'll keep you updated at BTB as far as when that game is going to happen. Also, after tonight's game, we will know all of the 2023 Dallas Cowboys opponents. We don't know um, them fully yet because it's going to be either the Lions or the Packers who finish in second place in the NFC North. So stay tuned for that. We'll have it on the site. We'll have it on social, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, yeah, I hope you have a great day. I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you have the best day ever. You know why? because you deserve it. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. We'll see you next time.